Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. I want to thank you for listening in here this week as we are going through some of the minor prophets. We have Pastor Julio with us and Jory, our translator, and today we're in Obadiah, or as in the Spanish, Abidas, right? Abdias. Abdias. <laughs> there we go. Um, so excited for that. Uh, Julio, thank you for being here. Jory, thank you for, for being here translating and uh, allowing the Spirit to use you in some incredible ways. But before we hop in here, uh, we want to give a question, as always, to for people to get to know you a little bit more. So if you could go on all-paid, all-expense-paid vacation to anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Well... That is a hard question. <risa> Esa es una respuesta muy difícil de dar. Pero quiero compartirte mi respuesta con dos opciones. I'm going to give you my answer with two options. Okay. Si es un viaje de placer y descansar. If it's a, a pleasure trip to rest. Prefiero una isla en el Caribe. I'd go to an Caribbean island. Pero si es un viaje para conocer algo. But if it's too... Um, see places and sight, do sightseeing. Quisiera conocer la Tierra Santa. I would like to go to the Holy Land. Mm, hey, next time we go on a trip to the Holy Land, maybe you can join. I want to go. It'd be a dream of mine as well. Por, podemos hacerlo juntos. We can do it together. That, thanks. That's right. That's right. Um, it's so interesting that you do like, all right, is this vacation trip for rest or is it for like, am I going to come back and be like, yeah, I need another vacation from that vacation because <laughs> it provided no rest for me. Cool. Well, as we were in Obadiah chapter one, there's only one uh, chapter in this book. Uh, what passage did you highlight in this text? Eh, quisiera compartir con ustedes el capítulo uno, versículo tres, que dice, la soberbia de tu corazón te ha engañado. Tú que habitas en las hendiduras de la peña, en las alturas de tu morada, que dices en tu corazón, ¿Quién me derribará por tierra? I would like to share verse 3. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who live in the clefts of the rock, in your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? So as you highlight that text, uh, open up, explain that text a little bit to us. What's going on here? Bueno, primero tenemos que recordar de que Abdias es un profeta para el pueblo de Edom. We have to remember that Obadiah is a prophet for the people of Edom. ¿Y quiénes eran los Edonitas? And who were the Edomites? Los Edonitas eran prácticamente ese pueblo que continuamente estaba peleando con Israel. The Edomites were a people who were continually fighting with the Israelites. La enemistad entre Israel y los Edomitas viene desde tiempos antiguos. The fight between the Israelites and the Edomites come, comes from a long way back. Y comienza con Esaú y Jacob. And it starts with Esau and Jacob. Si nosotros miramos Génesis 25:30, if we see if we look at Genesis 25:30, 25:3. A Esaú, a Esaú también se lo llamó Edom. Esau was also called Edom. Que significa rojo. Which means red. Asimismo, cuando Esaú nació, su piel era rojiza, dice Génesis 25, 25. And because when Esau was born, his skin was red, says Genesis 25, 25. Y todos sabemos la enemistad entre Esaú y Jacob. 
we all know about the fight between Esau and Jacob. Pero lo interesante es que la descendencia de Esaú But what is interesting is that Esau's ancestry los Edomitas the Edomites ellos negaron el paso de los israelitas cuando iban camino a la tierra prometida. They um, refused to allow the Israelites to pass through their land. Eso está en Números 20, 14 al 21. That is in chapter 20, 14 to 21. Del libro de Números. In Numbers. Pero Dios le dijo a Israel que no odiara a los Edonitas porque eran parientes o familiares. But God told them the Israelites, not to hate the Edomites because they were family. Después, cuando fueron la, fue la época de Saúl, Saúl, del rey Saúl, de David, de Salomón, los Edonitas siempre estuvieron peleando con Israel. And after that, in, in the times of Saul, David and Solomon, David and Solomon, they were always fighting. Entonces, en algún momento, la justicia de Dios tenía que llegar sobre el pueblo de Edom. So at some point in time, God's justice had to bring, be brought down to the Edomites. Entonces, este, este libro de Abdias, so this book of Obadiah, que tiene solo 21 versículos, with only 21 verses, el más corto del Antiguo Testamento, the shortest of the Old Testament, nos muestra de que Dios es justo y que no hay nadie que se escape de su castigo. Shows us that God is just and no one escapes his punishment. So I think uh, there's a massive family feud going on here. <laughs> a massive generationally long uh, family feud. So as you look at that, read it, understand the context. And I think this is just a you know, beautiful thing that we have to see and understand. I think it can be one of the aspects of why reading the Bible is complex for people is because of all the history. All these families, like, okay, how do I know that Esau was also called Edom and all these things? Uh, but what I've come to realize is, like, uh, you don't just read the Bible once and put it down and be like, mm, I've read that. It's good. I can move on to something else. But it's something that we get in continuously and regularly. And the more that we understand, it's almost like opening up, uh, uh, like, now that we're in Christmas season, Advent calendar. It's almost like opening up Advent day one and then Advent day two built upon Advent day one and three built upon two and one. And just as like an onion that just unfolding instead of getting like more eye crying i mean that might be part of it for you but it's just more beautiful every time that you open it up and see it in here so how do we take a text or a book like obadiah and begin to apply it in our lives bueno es interesante mirar esto it is interesting to look at that question la soberbia del corazón de abdías de, del pueblo de don perdón la soberbia en el corazón del pueblo de don the the truth in the heart of the people of edom era por su lugar estratégico. Was because of their strategic location. Y ellos sabían que los mercaderes de Israel iban a pasar por esa región. And they knew that those people of Israel were going to pass through that location. Entonces, muchas veces nosotros sabemos qué fortalezas tenemos en nuestra vida. And many times we know our own strengths. Y nos volvemos soberbios. And soberbio. Arrogantes. Oh, okay. And we become proud. Mm. Y esa arrogancia. And that arrogance. Hace que tomemos ventaja de los demás. 
make us take advantage of others. Incluso con gente que es de Dios. Even with other people of God. Entonces, algo que siempre tenemos que recordar es que Dios no es injusto para pasar de lado su justicia. And what we must remember then is that God never fails to apply his justice to his people. Mm. That's good, right there, Julio. Um, is there anything else in the book of Obadiah that, like, Obadiah that, like, hey, I think this was very applicable, or anything else in the text that uh, multi-generational <laughs> family feud? I think that's beautiful that you just opened that up. Is there anything else you'd like to share about this text? Eh, algo que me, me gusta de este libro de Abdias Something que, that I very much like about this um, book of Obadiah. Es que él menciona acerca de que Israel re, será restaurado. Is that he mentions that Israel will be restored. Hmm. Y en el versículo 17 menciona de que en el monte de Sion quedará un remanente. In verse 16. Yeah, I can read if you want me to. Go ahead. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow, and shall be as though they had never, though they had never been. But in Mount Zion there shall be those who escape, and it shall be holy, and the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. Un remanente. Un pueblo que aún continúa adorando a Dios. Um, the remnant, a, a people who continue adoring God. Y no importa el orgullo o la, la arrogancia de una nación. Regardless of the pride or arrogance of all of the nations. Dios siempre tendrá un pueblo pequeño buscándole honestamente a él. God will always have a small group of people, a small nation, mm. looking towards him. Mm. That's powerful, powerful stuff. Well, thank you for listening in today as we're uh, here in Obadiah or uh, Abidus. Ab- Abdias. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick it up here in just a little bit. But thank you for listening in. And uh, tomorrow we'll be through uh, one of the uh, most popular books of the Old Testament, the book of Jonah. So uh, join us again tomorrow as we journey through that book. <laughs> <laughs>